It's time for the Thursday free-for-all on the On the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday night, or I like to call it Friday Eve, here at Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. And since it is Thursday, then it's just time for the Thursday free-for-all. We've got stories that'll make you laugh, think, cry, get upset, or file off a rant rocket, or five, depending on how we really want it. <clears throat> And trust us, there are some cases they really, really do. <laughs> I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme, and I'm currently joined by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening, Jim, sir. Good evening, Madia. And we also have Asian Magician on the line. Good evening, Jim, Madia. Hello. I Hello. am doing fine. Sorry, I'm a okay. million oh, miles away right now. Uh, I'm further than that. I'm three million. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Messing with you. All right. Well, let's see. Um, huh, I just posted this a few minutes ago. This was actually posted back two days ago. Um, remember, remember the Arthur episode where we had the uh, teacher getting married to his uh, male partner? Well, guess what? A Republican wants to defund PBS over that one episode. Oh, was that an Arthur? Yeah. Yeah, he wants to defund all of PBS for one episode of one show. So, here's on the news. I'm going to put the link into the chat. And I did post the BTA group of just about oh, about half an hour ago. But uh, I feel like this is a job for an extreme rant rocket. So, everybody, take cover, right? Republican Doug Lamborn seeks to defund PBS over Gay Arthur episodes. Okay? But well, here's what's going on. He's seeking to strip government funding from public broadcaster PBS after the episode of Arthur featured a gay wedding. Lamborn, who represents Colorado's 5th District in the House of Representatives, submitted a bill to defund the broadcaster on Monday, June 24th, after an episode of Arthur revealed teacher Mr. Ratburn getting married to another man. In a column from right-wing website, The Daily Signal, Lamborn fumed that PBS writers deemed it appropriate to seek their liberal views on same-sex marriage to America's young children. Let's see. Uh, the conversation it's, up to the it's up to the parents. It's up to the parents, not legislation. Yeah. The congressman added, taxpayers now know with complete certainty that the goal of the PBS cartoon is to impart social liberalism on, on the children. Enough is enough. It's time to stop sending our hard-earned tax money to support programming that is objectionable with many Americans. That's why I'm reintroducing a bill to cut off all federal funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which funds PBS. Blaming the Arthur episode for his decision, Lamborn added, public media programming is becoming more antagonistic toward conservative and religious viewpoints. Parents and children... Ah, let me try it again. Parents and churches should be the ones discussing marriage and family with their children, not PBS. The target children in this way is a complete affront to religious Americans. Lamborn explained that his bill is backed by the Family Research Council, an anti-LGBT lobbying group, as well as anti-gay Trump pastor Franklin Graham. The bill is the latest escalation of an anti-LGBT backlash against the episode, which was banned by Alabama's public broadcaster and led to a campaign to cancel Arthur. It's like, seriously, it's one episode, people. Shut up. Oh, they had had a female couple do the an Arthur. I wonder how they would react to that. Same way, probably. Probably the same way. After all, look what happened with My Little Pony recently, right? Right. 
you know, I noticed a couple things about that. Uh, I, I really want to mention here. Um, okay. Number one, it talks about Franklin Graham being anti-Trump. I was of the impression he was pro-Trump. And second oh, of no. all, and even both. No, wait, hold on. Hold on, let me explain. It says anti-gay Trump pastor Franklin Graham. Oh, anti-gay. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, because I was gonna say I thought he was for Trump, not against him. And then yeah, second of all, that's and, and, I, and this is the one okay, thing that, that shows just how dumb this this whole thing is. That the the release talks about wanting to be the most objective. Blah 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 blah. Well, guess what? You want to cut funding because of an anti uh, of a gay episode, then you're not being objective. Bingo. So why are you why are you opening your mouth and inserting your own foot into it? Mhm. And again, it's like I said, it should be the parents who teach their kids. You know, explain to the kids. Mhm. And the parents are really being given a chance when you. And the, and the parents aren't even giving a chance when they're quick to rush these laws and say, "Well, we we need to do this in order to protect ourselves." Uh, mhm. No. It, it, technically, it does not work that way. Exactly. Yeah. Technically, right, so it anyway, doesn't work uh, that way. Well, anyway, author creator Mark Brown previously defended the episode, and so the response to the episode was overwhelmingly positive. He explained to Canada's CBC, it made it so great that we were able to do something that was really helpful to so many people. Art reflects life, life reflects art, and kids need to see what's happening in the world. I'd hate to live in a world that was sanitized and censored. That's something I can't get behind. He added, I'm not any different from millions of other families around the world that have people we love who are gay, young families, raising children. And then she very said that these young families are not well represented or hardly represented at all in our media, and I don't think that's a good thing. One of the episode ideas was, was we had was a teacher getting married, and the more we talked about it, the more we saw it as an opportunity for our learning experience and a great way to represent another part of life that so seldom gets portrayed on television. But thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you and I haven't seen the episode, but I bet he did it tastefully as well. Mm-hmm. And I shine in the chat. Hi, I shine. How's it going? You know, seriously, he wants to be on all of PBS for one episode of one show. It's like, get a life, man. It's like judging the... Now, this is going to be a little bit of a drastic compare. It's like judging the entire African-American race because of the bigoted actions of a few, you know? Troublemakers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, okay. You found the right word for me. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's like I think the majority. I think the majority of African American people are good. The problem is, just like anything, who usually gets the spotlight? All the bad ones. Yeah. There's a that's the problem. Black group here who wants to cut off funding to the Phoenix Police Department. You've probably seen the incident, Shirley. Yes, I have. <laughs> you know, and they want to cut off millions of dollars in funding to the police department. You know? Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, the budget's already been passed, but... Mm-hmm. But that... I would like to see the Phoenix Police Department... Go like live PD PD camp, and have their officers mm-hmm. wear cameras and use them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And that way, there would be no dispute as to what happened. Right. Excuse me. I, my nose is plugged up. Uh, okay. Now, how'd you like to have this happen to you? 
Dozens of drivers followed Google Maps directions and wound up stuck in the mud. Oh, my. Yeah. So, here's what happened. And this was posted today. And it was updated at 7.02 this morning. And out of Aurora, Colorado, the driver said the Google Maps app sent them on a strange and dangerous detour. One of the drivers who got stuck took pictures of the scene on Sunday. The app sent dozens of vehicles on a route that included a dirt road, which was a muddy mess thanks to recent rain. There was a road closed sign, but it had fallen over and was difficult to see. Some cars got stuck, and other vehicles quickly backed up behind them. There were also a couple of ditches that were hard for cars to cross. Drivers couldn't even turn around because there were fields or trenches on either side of the one-lane road. Why did Google send us out there to begin with, asked Connie Monty, who was one of the drivers led astray by the direction. There was no turning back once you were out there. The road is reportedly privately owned and maintained, but neither the city of Denver nor the city of Aurora could say whether the dirt road was really close to traffic. Well, if it was open to traffic, every single one of those people should have been cited. Well, that's just it. They were going by the Google Maps app. So technically, it's really not their fault. They were just trying to follow the directions. But thank God, Jen, I don't even need a GPS, but I want to take a road trip to your house again, right? I know exactly how to get there. Oh, yeah. You, you're you your own GPS. Yep. You are your because own GPS. Are, because in a nutshell, all I can do is go from 85 to 65 to 22 to 78 to 40 to 17 to the 303 to a little bit of 10, and then that's it. It is so simple. Oh, yeah. We've been... Yeah, you got me lost that one time coming home on the 303 from yeah. Vegas, I think oh, it was. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was dropping a load of kittens because I thought you'd passed our turnoff. Yeah, it's like, no, I figured, and believe it or not, the 303 was a big help in getting me, starting me on the road trip home, too. So, didn't have to take that uh, long you, wanna know, said, you remember what you said to me, said to me when I was getting frantic? If uh-huh. you don't shut up, I'm going to stop here and let you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. That's when I decided yeah, but, I better but, shut up. But, but have faith. I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I forget. She, she is her own GPS, people. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, I have a crappy sense of direction. Don't worry, so does, don't worry, a lot of people do. You're not alone. I'm, I'm probably one of not that many people in the world who actually can. Well, can well when I lived in Mesa, every time we'd go on a trip, uh-huh. I had this one big landmark. It was an old blue right water back. tower that used to okay. be, um, okay, that used to be the city's water supply. Well, they mm-hmm. had to tear it down because the paint on it was flaking and it was lead-based paint. Ah. And they didn't want to... So I lost my landmark coming home on the freeway. Mm-hmm. I lost my landmark. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like when I went to my nephew's um, my nephew's ceremony when he finished up uh, training, he finished up his army training. You know, one thing that helped me was you know trying to look at buildings, trying to familiar. Now, of course, I will admit, mom and I, when we were leaving from there, we got lost a little bit. So, Monica said, "How about oh, when you got lost in downtown Atlanta?" How about when you got lost in downtown Atlanta? Yeah. No, I actually I was I was trying to figure out how to get back to the interstate to get on. You know, I was trying to get on the interstate, but all dog the damn traffic wouldn't let me get in. So, like crud. 
I should have gone the way I usually go because it's easier for me to remember. Uh huh. Oh, get a load of this. This is a changing subject, real quick. I don't know if okay. you saw the article on Facebook. People are mm-hmm. nip are stealing souvenirs from Galaxy's Edge and really? putting them on eBay. Oh, oh somebody put a, a spork from the restaurant there. Uh huh. And put it on eBay, and I think got forty or fifty dollars for it. Oh, jeez. Let me see if I can find that. Oh. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of being shocked by finding something in a store, or you know, this this wasn't stolen, but this kind of surprised the hell out of me today. Uh, Mama went down to the Goodwill close to the house, and I'm. I walked up here and was like, wait a minute, what is this? It's, a, it's an autographed NHL jersey of uh, Colorado Avalanche goalie Patrick Roth. It's like, wait a minute, that thing is real. There's a real autograph. It's like, what are you doing in a goodwill of all places? Yeah, really. I mean, you would not think something like that would be in a goodwill store. It would be... No. Kept up in a case or something somewhere because it, it was well, place and value. Well, the good news, yeah, the good news is this. The good news is it is in a case. It cost two hundred dollars, okay? But they were they, they they were checking like I think they were checking to websites and things to find out what the actual value is. It's about eight hundred or a thousand dollars. But it's like seriously, who would be giving up? A Patrick Wong autographed jersey. Because remember, we will take donations. It was probably accidentally put put in there. Okay, here is the article that was in our paper. Okay. May I read the article? Yes. Okay. All right, I need to... Okay. Smugglers Run, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge visitors are snatching and reselling items on eBay. With the recent opening of Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, guests by the thousands have descended to mingle with the rogues and scoundrels laying low in this remote planetary outpost, and it looks like petty thieves have been among them. Tableware, menus, and other items from the new land are showing up on reseller sites such as eBay, as first reported by the Orange County Register, many are fetching surprisingly, surprisingly high prices. Take the distinctive metal spork once widely available to those who dined at Docking Bay 7 on Planet Batu, Galaxy's Edge. Versions of Galaxy's Edge versions of these hybrid utensils were selling on eBay for 30 to 76 dollars. Yes, those were actual bids. Not a bad markup from free and stolen. Disneyland no longer makes forks available at the restaurant, offering more Earth-specific knives, forks, and spoons. Okay, there's more to it. Coasters from Olga's Cantina, one of the most popular stops in the Black Spire Outpost, also are popping up. The colorful bits of cardboard are going for 6 to $10, depending on design and number of coasters. And all of that is pure profit. Greedy asses. Sellers are offering the ragged-edge drink menus from the cantina for $20 to $40, making one hope the absconder left the server a decent tip. The register reported that servers now keep a closer eye on menus, collecting them as soon as guests' orders. Should you have $400, you can buy an assignment card from the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run attraction. Cast members hand each rider a card with a designated assignment, which you are to turn in when you board. The pilot on this particular flight did not follow interplanetary protocol. <clears throat> That's just disgusting. And they make mm-hmm. it bad, make it bad for everybody else. Many people right. are selling Galaxy's Edge maps and pamphlets that were handed out free to guests. Maps are listed for 7 to $10. There also are dozens of Galaxy's Edge souvenirs and collectibles offered far above the retail price. 
For example, lightsabers that cost about $200 at the park are being offered for three to $500. Pins, caps, plush toys, and more can be purchased by anyone willing to pay a marked-up price. But such practices are hardly limited to the Black Spire outpost, as anyone who's ever bid for a limited edition anything well knows. That's true. And that's the end of the article. That, that makes it so rough true. on everybody, the honest people. That's true. And I think those I people that... Do. I wonder what... Yeah, I wonder what's happening. See, Dallas Edge right now is open at Disneyland. The one at Disney World is supposed to open up, I believe, in August. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I'd like to go to the, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, you know, I would love to go see it. that. Yeah, but the but the way that the price is just getting to the park cost now, it's like it's almost not even worth it anymore. Shit, I went I went when you I went to Disneyland when you had to have paper tickets to get on the rides. Yeah. I've never been there. Oh, simplicity. Last time I went to Disneyland, it was with Bob, and we rode It's a Small World more than one time to stay out of the heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tovria Castle's finally opening to the public. Okay. It's a landmark here in Phoenix. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, this got posted today <laughs> in a good way. Um, you know, there's a new there's a new Ghostbusters movie that is called Ghostbusters 2020 reboot. Uh, Ghostbusters 2020 reboot. Guess who just got cast in the movie? Ant-Man. Oh, all right. Yep, I saw that. All right. Yep. Yep. So what part does he play? Does he take over Bill Murray's part? I don't know. It didn't really say. I don't don't know what any of the roles really are going to be in it, except that it's going to be about four new Ghostbusters. But it is Mm -hmm. said that Ernie Hudson... Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd will be reprising their roles, as will Annie Potts, who played uh, Janine. Janine Melnitz. Yep. And even Sigourney Weaver is in talks to reprise her role. Yep. What was her name in the original Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, then Ghostbusters 2016, and now this one. Yep. So anyway, yeah, this is the story. If you need someone well-loved and incredibly charming to join the reboot revival of an iconic franchise, who are you going to call? All right, of course. The Ant-Man and Avengers Endgame star is as popular as ever, and it looks like Sony and Jason Reitman are going to rely on that pool to enter the next installment of the Ghostbusters franchise. Sony booked the news on Thursday morning with a video on the Ghostbusters Twitter account. The video featured Rudd filming the iconic Ghostbusters headquarters, this thing, he had officially joined the cast of Wrighton's new movie. The tweet simply read, Wizzle answered the call. Of course, not long after the video begins, Rudd turns the camera toward himself, breaking the news of his casting. Rudd will star alongside Stranger Things' Jim Wolfhard and Captain Marvel's McKenna Grace, reportedly playing a teacher. Veteran actress Carrie Coon is also in talks to appear in the film. I've been wanting to work with Paul Rudd since my short film opened for Wet Hot American Summer at Sundance. I'm thrilled he'll be joining this new chapter in the original Ghostbusters universe, right in cold variety. The new Ghostbusters will begin filming sometime later this year, likely in late summer or early fall. Given that Rudd said multiple times in the video that he was excited to join the film this fall, the latter latter option seems most likely. Reitman is the son of a original Ghostbusters director, Ivan Reitman. Earlier this month, Reitman said that he was making this new movie for the fans and to honor his dad. You're, you're the greatest storyteller I know, and I'm the luckiest son on earth, right? And told his father at Ghostbusters Fan Fest. I feel so intimidated making this film, but I'm making it for all of you guys. But most of all, I'm making it for you, and I love you. Ghostbusters 2020 is currently set to hit theaters on July 10th, 2020. <laughs> well, I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. I do too. I really do hope it's good. 
because of the simple fact that I got a laugh out of the um, original one. I yeah. believe I read somewhere, Shirley, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I read somewhere mm-hmm. that even this new Ghostbusters 3 will have at least one female Ghostbuster. I believe that is correct. Whereas the 2016 reboot was all women, this mm-hmm. one will have at least one. Right. I haven't seen the 2016 reboot. I've heard mixed responses. I've heard some people say they really liked it. I've seen heard some other people that really didn't care for it at all. I tried to watch a little bit of it, and I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, to me personally, it didn't really look all that exciting. But my copy, I didn't pay for it, so yay. I got my copy when I registered for uh, a free Movies Anywhere account, which is a digital locker run by Disney. And they have movies from Disney, Warner Brothers, Sony, Universal, and Fox, which is now part of Disney. And uh, Mm -hmm. you buy it at one digital retailer, you get it at all of the ones that are linked to Movies Anywhere. You cannot link just any retailers. You can connect iTunes, Voodoo, Fandango Now, Google Play, Amazon Prime, and Xfinity by Comcast and Microsoft, movies and TV. Those are all the digital retailers that are taking part. So if I buy, just as an example, The Little Mermaid, on iTunes or in my case I redeemed a digital code for it because I bought the 4K Blu-ray okay I'll get uh, I'll get 4K rights on iTunes but I don't remember I think it does uh, transferred 4K rights to movies anywhere what that means Mm -hmm. is I redeemed it on iTunes but I can watch it on Vudu if I want without having to buy it again I can watch it on YouTube without having to buy it again. Because once you add it on one, it syncs out to... Now, it has to be from one of those five movie studios, and the movie has to actually be available. I had one instance where I bought Final Fantasy VII Advent Children on Voodoo, which... uh, it's not from one of the five studios, but I think it is distributed by one of them. And that still counts. And it was marked mm-hmm. movies anywhere, but it did not sync to iTunes at all. Turns out iTunes only had the regular version, not the extended. So I contacted uh. Movies Anywhere support, and I said, well, I added this to my library, and it shows us Movies Anywhere capable. And it does, in fact, show up in my Movies Anywhere library, but for some reason it won't sync to iTunes. So you know what mm-hmm. they did? They what? gave me the they gave me the original Final Fantasy VII Advent Children for free on iTunes. That's good. And that did sync across to everywhere else. So it, it was probably just an issue that iTunes only carried the the regular one and not the extended. Mm-hmm. So that was really appreciative that they were able to help me out, and they're and they're good about that sort of thing. If you're prompt in getting a hold of them, there are some titles yeah. though that are are not eligible. Paramount movies are not eligible, as they did not mm-hmm. partner up. Uh, MGM doesn't own a large amount of its own library, so MGM titles are not uh, capable. Lionsgate's another big one that has not signed up with it yet. And they may be waiting for Ultraviolet to die at the end of next month. Because there are people that Mm -hmm. think uh, Lionsgate and them will eventually sign up once there's no alternative. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something really weird that I saw. Um, 
one of my one of my Facebook friends, he has he doesn't own anyone. And no, it's not being stolen, it's somebody else. He has the Thunderbird's fiftieth anniversary D V D collection. Well, he's trying to get one of them out and it literally broke in half. Oh my. I mean, it was a clean cut, a clean break right down the middle. It became a two piece D V D, literally. Did they replace oh it? Uh, he contacted Amazon when he, where he ordered it from, and they're going to send him a replacement. Good to hear. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'd like about Amazon. I heard they're good. Cause... Yes, they are. But I'll tell you something. Um, I had a situation. I, I mean, I was lucky. I was able the the Sailor Moon Stars Blu-rays. Sometimes I have a little bit of trouble. Like I've got to be really, really careful because if I'm not, I can have the same situation he does. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen I've never seen such a clean break on a DVD like that. So. Oh, there's me. Oh, you started it with me, too. Uh. Oh, my. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. I wonder if this is even real. Oh, this is from 2018. Uh, maybe this is real. Okay. Um, How's it like this? An orangutan with shades made to wear jewelry and used as a prostitute. Oh, my. Yeah. Like I said, now this is from November 26, 2018, but it's like, holy cow, I think this is real. So, if there's a photo to prove it. Alright, so, what's going on? An orangutan was trained to perform sex acts and forced, forced into prostitution in Indonesia. Workers at a nearby palm oil farm in Borneo would come to the village's brothel where Pony would be lying on a dirty mattress chained to the wall. The defenseless animal, who was shaved and made to wear jewelry and perfume, would then be raped by men twice the size of her who had paid for the experience. It was horrifying. She was Bestiality? Are you, are you yeah. paying to screw with a... Uh. <laughs> they yeah. sedated the poor thing. They sedated yeah. the poor thing. Yep. It was horrifying. They should she like was those people up and throw away the key. Yeah. But let's see. It was horrifying. She was a sex slave. It was grotesque, said Michelle Desolate, who was director of the Borneo Orangutan Survival Foundation UK when Pony was rescued. She was covered in abscesses, and they put makeup and earrings on her. She must have been in so much pain. It was horrible to think how terrified she must have been. Pony was stolen from her mother as a baby and taught how to perform sex acts by her captors from as young as six years old. Her body was then shaved every other day, leaving her with sores, skin irritation, and prone to mosquito bites. Fortunately, she was rescued in 2003, but 35 armed policemen were required to force cash-strapped villagers to hand her over. We were threatened with guns and knives, Ms. Desolate, the former teacher, told the son. The madam cried bitterly when Pony was taken away. Despite her horrific ordeal, Pony has been able to make a full recovery in the 15 years she, since she escaped. The first baby steps were, were to make her trust us in her new home. We tried to keep men away from her enclosure as she was afraid of them says Lone Grocer Nielsen, who helped rescue Pony. After her quarantine, we would take her into the forest with the younger orangutans, still women only. She slowly recovered, and male carers were slowly introduced to her. She didn't seem to be afraid of them anymore, and she was happy with any company she could have. Eventually, oh. she was moved to one of the islands. Yeah. Eventually, she was moved to one of the islands. Pony cannot be released into the wild due to spending too much time in human captivity and her lack of survival skills which I can certainly understand. She now lives with seven other orangutans at the Niaru Menteng Rehabilitation Center and has learned how to make nests and forage. I met Pony shortly after she was rescued. Her resilience is amazing, Miss Deathwood said. Despite the trauma, she maintained a dignity and sense of humor. She had the best personality and learned how to trust very quickly, despite what she'd been through. Orangutans and other primates can be trafficked for up to 10,000 pounds on the black market. It can even be bought on sites such as Instagram and Facebook. 
Oh, my. Wow, I did not know that. According to experts, for every one being sold, as many as four others are killed. But despite a rising awareness of animal cruelty, the illegal wildlife trade is continuing to boom. Last year, two baby orangutans, an eight-month-old female corwis and one-year-old male gackum, were found in tiny cases about to be sent off, sent out after reportedly being sold through social media. There's nothing cuter than a baby orangutan, Miss Desolate said. That's their flaw. They're irresistible as babies, so they fetch a lot of money, and celebrities like Paris Hilton have a picture posing with them on Instagram. However, they don't make good pets. They become unmanageable, which is true. Yeah, you get these people who think it's cool to have like a chimpanzee or an, or any exotic for a pet. Right. And it's not say, oh, I got a. How many of you saw the um, picture on Facebook of the woman? Who saw something slithering across her porch? It wasn't uh, any ordinary snake. It was a cobra. Ooh. Oh. It was a flippin' cobra. She quickly dispatched it with a... Um, she quickly dispatched it with a shovel. She, she, and what makes it unique is her age. She was 73 years old and did that. Oh, my. 73 years old. She thinks that it came from an apartment that got raided. It had exotics in it. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Ooh. But, okay. Okay, go ahead. Finish up. She was worried for her grandkid, for the kids. And thank you, heroic lady. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have time to find an article. Or yeah. how about the, okay. um, it was on the news tonight, this young kid saw, he happened to look up. And he saw this toddler hanging on a window. The kid slipped, and the teenager ran over and caught the kid. So the kid did not wind up road pizza. Yeah. And the little little one looked just so happy, too. The little one looked so happy, too. Ah. Okay. Yeah, right. Sorry about that. I had to take off the zapper control. Oh, oh my. Okay. All right. All right. Now, listen to this. This was just posted today. What if I told you this? Now, like, we usually don't do politics, but this actually is going to be a little bit odd. It's going to be a little weird. This is the headline Trump's next tweet to get a warning label. Okay. okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that in the chat, and I'm going to explain this. But here's what's going on out of San Francisco. Presidents and other world leaders and political figures who use Twitter to threaten or abuse others could find their tweets slapped with warning labels. The new policy announced by the company today comes amid complaints from activists and others that President Donald Trump has gotten a free pass from Twitter to attack his enemies in ways they say could lead to violence. From now on, tweets that Twitter deems to involve matters of public interest but which violate the service's rules will be obscured by a warning explaining the violation and Twitter's reasons for publishing it anyway. Users will have to pass through the warning to see the underlying message. Twitter said the policy applies to all government officials, candidates, and similar public figures with more than 100,000 followers. A new stance could fuel additional Trumpian ire towards social media. The president routinely complains without evidence that social media sites are biased against him and other conservatives. Twitter's rules prohibit threatening violence against a person or group engaging in targeted harassment of someone or inciting others to do so, such as wishing a, a person is harmed. It prohibits hate speech against a group based on race, ethnicity, gender, or other categories 
and disallows the promoting of terrorism. The company has long defended public figures from many of those rules, contending that publishing controversial tweets from politicians encourages discussion and helps hold leaders accountable. But there have been long-standing calls to remove Trump from the service for what activists and others have said is abusive and threatening behavior. Some activists complained this week after the president posted that an attack by Iran went with great and overwhelming force. In some areas, overwhelming will be obliteration. Trump has also tweeted a video of himself eating up a man with a CNN logo replacing his head and which tweeted seemingly fake inflammatory anti-Muslim videos. Other politicians could likewise run afoul of the new policy. In 2018, French prosecutors filed preliminary charges against far-right French politician Marine Le Pen for tweeting brutal images of Islamic State violence. Twitter, Twitter rules prohibit material that is excessively boring. And in March, Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro stirred outrage by sharing a video on Twitter that stood a man urinating on the head of another man during a carnival party. Insults and mockery fall into a gray area. Calling someone a lowlife, a dog, or some cold loser, as Trump has done, may not in itself be a violation. The Twitter does ban targeted harassment, and repeated insults against someone might count. Twitter's new policy does not apply to past tweets. Twitter said it is still possible for a government official or other figure to tweet something so egregious that it wants removal. A direct threat of violence against an individual, for instance, would qualify. The company said warning legal decisions will be made by a group that includes members of its trust and safety, legal, and public policy teams, as well as employees in the regions where particular tweets originate. When a tweet gets such a notice and placed on it, Twitter said it will not appear in the site's page search mode, notification tab, the exploration section, and other places Twitter promotes or highlights tweets. Well, so somebody's got to do something. I've read oh, yeah. some of those tweets, especially yeah. here. They need to ban mm-hmm. Trump from Twitter. That's what they need to do. Ban him. And he'll throw a little tissy fit. Well, yeah. he's, 70, he's, what, 72 years old? About high time he grew up. Uh-huh. Oh, who, what, what was it he said? Oh, you know those pictures of the that father and son that drowned in the Rio Grande? Trying to make it over here. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Trump's tweet was, I don't like it. Well, that's... That's all he said. He's the one creating things like that. I, t- I know. Why, yeah, doesn't, true. Why, doesn't, why, doesn't he, why doesn't he curb his own behavior? At 71, 72 years of age, he's certainly old enough and supposed to be mature enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I totally agree with And he's fake news. He keeps hollering fake news, fake news, fake news. He's the biggest pile of fake news ever. I was going to say, he is the fake news. Right. And that's why even to this day I continue to apologize to my overseas friends because he does not represent me, my beliefs, my country, the principles upon which my country was founded, or even human decency. What a human decency, right, Shirley? Yeah. What a human decency. Excuse me, you are about to get a sick bee production. Uh, <laughs> I would yep, rather breathe right. through my... Oh, sorry. That's worse than one of Harley's farts. Yeah. Sorry about that, but I would rather breathe through my nose than my mouth. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I got. I've got to share this picture. At least I hope I can. Anyway. But, share um, it in the Facebook group chat. Okay. Give me, all right, give me a second. Let me do this. This way I can get the. Uh, there we go. Uh, let's see if this works. <laughs> Let me get this one. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) 
Let me know if you guys can see it. Oh, bad. <laughs> that is bad, Eyeshine. Where in the frack did you find it? Uh, oh. It's actually from Dave's Clean Humor Fence. Oh, oh that is that. bad. Your turn. <laughs> Tim. You see you, Tim. Tim. Did you see the picture yet? Yeah, I, see it. I saw the post in the group, but I can't look at it right now. Oh, oh never okay. mind. Right. Okay. That no is bad. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Yeah. But just to say I got it. Uh-oh. He's back. Oh, no. He is. Who's back? So. Time to get rid of him. Our old, our dear troublemaker. <laughs> Not anymore. Adios. He can enjoy, he can enjoy listening yep. while he cries. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, nice try, and I know he's trying to call it again, so I'm just going to ignore it. Just ignore it. We're seven six, so yeah, I'm going to ignore it. Let him listen to the elevator music. Yeah. He'll get bored and he'll go away. Maybe. Uh, he's trying to yeah. He's trying to say Tim is a loser. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think yeah, I think we know who the big loser really is. Well, he, you, hey he Shirley, does. play the mm-hmm. English lady. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean Anne? Oh, you mean Anne and uh, Robinson? Yeah. You yeah. are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, you, you think if, if if he was so jealous, he would try to improve his behavior and, you know, actually become a respectable, decent human being. But unfortunately, he's just not capable of doing that. And that's not going to bode yeah, well for him. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. The good news is I've gotten in contact, I've gotten in contact with Blog Talk Radio, finally. So uh, I, sent them, I sent them the transcript from last Thursday. And uh, I think we may get him. I think we may get him out. Permanently, <laughs> sure. huh? Yay. I hope did so. They ever, did, did they ever respond? Well, the thing is, I, I sent, well, they sent me, what I did was I sent the HTML of the chat, but they said they, said they couldn't quite read it. Uh-oh, he's trying again. I don't think so. If you're looking, if you're looking for losers, buddy, you're looking in the wrong place. I may suggest you look in the mirror. Thank you, Tim. You just said what yeah. what I wanted to say. Yeah, and guess what? He's trying to say I'm just hearing that effing unemployed loser. Get a job, loser. Oh boy. Guess what, buddy? I have a job, but you don't know what it is, and you don't know where, and you're not going to. So why don't you take yep. your happy little ignorant ass and get the hell out of here because you ain't going to hurt me. You ain't hurting my feelings. You ain't hurting my colleagues' mm-hmm. feelings. And you're making yourself look like an ass. So do mm-hmm. yourself a favor and get out of here. So you must be able yeah. to see what he's saying, Shirley. Yes, I am. And I'm going to say this conversation again. <laughs> hey. He knows what part of our anatomy he can kiss. Oh, yeah. But the most important thing is let's just ignore this guy. I can, I mean, as fast as he can come into the chat room, I can take him right out. That's right. And ban him, too. You know, you know why you're at it? If you do kick him out, ban him while you're at it. Well, I'm, well, I'm trying to figure out how to ban him. That's the catch. Well, you did it once before. You should be able to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to figure out how to damn the guy. So. Okay. But yeah, it looks like he's trying to call it again. It's like, sorry, buddy. We we sorry, are already buddy. Good trick here. 
Let's okay. go on. Let's carry on, Shirley. And yeah, ignore right. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, here's a here's an important one here. Um, all right. If you know anybody who takes blood pressure medications, this is actually really important. The feds have extended a recall on blood pressure meds. Which one? Because my mom takes blood pressure meds. So do I. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you what they are. Um, all right. This is the FDA. Uh, an ongoing recall of blood pressure drugs has been extended again due to a contamination with a chemical linked to cancer. McLeod Pharmaceutical announced it is recalling 32 lots of Lasartan, according to the Food and Drug Administration. The manufacturer is notifying pharmacies to cease distribution. Um, you can, there's a link to find out the full list. Uh, FDA officials say patients taking Lasartan, potassium tablets, and Lasartan, potassium, oh goodness, hydrochlorothiazide combination tablets, USP, to continue to do so, but also contact a doctor or pharmacist for advice on finding an alternative treatment. The risk of harm to the patient's health may be higher if the treatment is stopped immediately without any alternative treatment, the FDA said. Customers with questions regarding this recall can contact McLeod's Pharmaceuticals at 855-926-3384 between 8 to 5 Eastern Time. McLeod's Pharmaceuticals hasn't been a form of adverse events relating to this recall. So... This is for our resident pain in the ass before we go on. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he cares. He's just ignorant, you know. You know what? Yeah. He, he should go join the other, all the other ignorant asses, and I'm out of a red. Okay. All right. Uh, this is the... This is the... What is Okay, yeah, this is from the FDA itself. So that's the list. I'm not going to go through them all because there wouldn't be enough time to do it. Must be one hell of a long list. Yeah, there's 32 totals. Like, I don't have time to read all 32. There, that'll stew as a red. But, you know, you, you know, you hear all of these commercials for, you know, the different drugs and stuff. And uh, and they look mm-hmm. give the listing of the side effects, and this one time where the, where the where the cure is worse than the I don't know which is mm-hmm. worse the cure or the the cure or this actual sickness. Yeah. Well, go figure that one out, people. Yeah. He's still mm-hmm. trying. He's still trying. Probably. No, he's still trying to get in on the phone, but I haven't answered it for more than eight minutes. <laughs> this is the one time I ain't going to answer this one. Lee Mon holds so we can enjoy all the elevator music. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I deal with it. But, you yeah, know what? You I got, you know, you know, that... Let me say Sorry. one thing before you get it. If this guy, if this guy thinks he's so tough and and high and mighty that I am, then I issue a challenge to him. Identify yourself. If you're yeah. not man enough to identify yourself to me and my colleagues, why should I give you the time of day? Identify yourself. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you the guy's name in the chat is Frank Frankerson Forty Eight. I don't know Frank anybody by that name, but mm-hmm. my name I don't know anyone person. No, my name mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with my real name, so that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. If he thinks he, right. if he thinks he's so high and mighty and so much better than I am, then I challenge him to identify himself. If he's not man enough to identify himself, then we can all simply disregard him as a joke and go about our business. The invisible loser. No, no, the invisible no, 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 no. loser. That's it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I want to know his actual name. That's what I'm challenging. Yeah. Okay. Identify yourself or I'm not going to give you the time of day. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. chicken to do that, then you are absolutely not even close to what you think you are. 
I've got to, you know what? I've got to put my bucket of markers up on the, on the filing cabinet. You want to know what my dog did this morning? Well, I had him in the room with me, and I had my bucket of markers laying on the floor where I could get to him real fast. He just very stealthily mm-hmm. crept over and took one of my markers out of the container and tried to walk off to chew on it. Oh, boy. That's why you don't leave temptation where the dog can get it. Mm-hmm. I've lost sandwiches, meat, lunch meat. You name it. Now, oh, yeah. One more thing before we go. Um, you're not going to believe this one. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans is for real. It is not a joke anymore. Oh, my. I saw the clip to it. I saw the trailer to it. It looks interesting, yeah. and I'm not a fan of either one of the series. Yeah. Well, I like, you know, I'm a big fan of the original. I'm not really into the Go but the way this looks is interesting. I feel like if they if they could have if they could have afforded to do this, this would have made this even better. Add some animated characters of the Arrowverse, add some young Justice characters, and boy, this thing would blow up. <laughs> That'd be yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, and now there's maybe a chance this could lead up. Oh, here he goes again. Sorry, buddy. I is he trying to call in? Is he trying to call in again? He's still trying to call in. Mm-hmm. Kiss of our rosy okay. red. The only way, the only way you're going to get in by phone, buddy, is to identify yourself. So. Yep. And we mean like your real name. And we yes, we can spot fake. So identify yourself yep. or you're not getting in. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Huh. The good news is I'm going to save this conversation and I'll be sending this over to VCR. So. <laughs> oh yeah. He better watch it before he gets banned. Mm-hmm. Oh. At the rate he's going, he's, he's going almost to certainly going to get. Yeah, he's going to get banned at the rate he's going. Mm-hmm. And he'll have accomplished nothing. The only thing he's accomplishing right now is being a jackass. Yeah, mm-hmm. and failing at, and failing in his mission to try to hurt my feelings. Sorry, you buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm infinitely better than you. I've got more than you. I have more friends than you. I have a better job than you. And I have a more productive life than you. Therefore, I feel sorry for you. Why don't you make some better use of your life? And go find something better yeah. to do. All right. Well, guess what? I just got the 90-second signal. So um, Already? Yeah. yeah. Just some kind of... Already. Darn oh, it. Oh, boy. He's not giving up, huh? There. Bam, well, by I IP. To... Grab his IP address. <laughs> yep. There. All right. Well, IP well, just a snack, anyway. huh? Good. Yep. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, tomorrow, of course, is tomorrow, of course, is the summer of Naughty Mad Libs. So we're gonna forget this guy, and we're gonna have fun tomorrow night, all the way through. Although we may, we, although we may make fun of them, I haven't decided mm-hmm. yet. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, um, you know we're gonna we're gonna have fun tomorrow night. We're gonna have our naughty mad list. So bring all your naughties, folks. We're gonna have fun tomorrow night, no matter what. So anyway, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us to the website beyondtheairways.weebly.com. And it looks like you can try again. Out. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, if you're ever going to be there are two ways to check that. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast from Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night. Sorry for that jerk again. 
Uh, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Summer of Naughty Madrid. If I can make sure I get the right one here. <laughs> That's all for tonight. Everybody have a great night, and remember this. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! That's one. I'm Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. Uh-huh. I'm Chris. Oh, shit! And finally, I'm going to make the last one a little bit more meaningful. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. And there you have it. Thank you, Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, on that note, we're going to end it right. So on that note, we're going to end it here. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Shana. Shana, everybody.